Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, September 14th of 2021. So we are fully back in the swing of things. Well, maybe. Um, I am very happy today because I am recording at almost the new time I wanted to. Um, I want to start recording at 6.30 in the evenings and I'm recording, I'm fully into this at 6.40. So that's really exciting. Um, I haven't taken a nap today, which is good. I'm a person that like, I don't always take naps. Sometimes I take like 20 minute power naps um, if I need them, but like I don't always need them. However, this new job, like since I started a month ago, I've needed a few more naps than normal. Um, And then last week with being sick, like there just was not enough time in the day. I'm still not convinced there's enough time in the day, but I'm working it out. Uh, I think I can schedule enough time in the day (laughs) that I can get everything I want to get done and still sleep and, like, have some form of a life. Uh, But we'll see what that looks like going forward. I'm feeling really happy with today's progress, at least. Um, So, with all of that, we are going to jump down to the British royal family. So, the only thing that was going on in Belgium today is King Philippe had his weekly meeting with the Prime Minister. Um, Like I mentioned yesterday, they do have an event tomorrow. Um, They did just announce that the family would be taking place or taking part in Car Free Sunday, which is this Sunday. Um, So lots to look forward to from the Belgian royal family, but today was just pretty chill. So with that, let's go ahead and move to the British royal family. The United Kingdom. Today in the UK, um, from what I can tell, and this is where things get kind of tricky, um, this is why I've always recorded when I did before, um, because I would wait for the court circular to come out. Well, I don't have a court circular at 6.45 because it does not come out for a few more, like at minimum 15-ish minutes, at maximum a half hour, 45 minutes. Um This is something that I decided in August that I would at least try September without it and see what the British royal family's um, segment looked like. So it's just a trial thing um, as I'm hoping things are a little more easy to pick up um, as the pandemic is kind of not drawing to an end, but certainly calming down. Um, I really just want to be able to talk about the things discussed on social media and only those uh, and not really worry about the court circular but also like a lot of those things I can only just read off the events and that's not what I'm that's not what I want to do so we will see what that looks like going forward Um, we'll try it for September we're halfway through 
um, and we'll of course use the court circular for engagement counts and things like that. We just aren't going to use it for nightly recording uh, because I do not have enough time to wait until 7.30 to record a podcast every night anymore. Um, I just want to start recording earlier. Plus that gives me time to work on the editing. Um, I know you guys can hear my dog eating. She's having a rough day today, so like she can do whatever she wants for the most part. Um, she's just not doing, she's just not having a good day. It is in a plastic container, so it's a little quieter. Um, but it's, I, I know you can hear it cause I can hear it. So just, that's why, uh, she just needs a little extra compassion. So, um, in the UK, back to this, in the UK, as far as I can tell, um, today the only event is from the Duke of Cambridge, um, and he attended the Sun, which is like a newspaper, um, who cares, who cares, who cares wins? I genuinely don't get the, the title of this. I'm... This, it's an award ceremony to um, honor, like, the heroes of the past while. Um, however, I'm not entirely sure, like, what's going on there. I know it will air on Sunday night. So it, it was shot. It was, it existed tonight, but it was not, it was recorded and will air on Sunday night. Um so I'm wondering what that actually sounds like, because I don't like the way that sounds at all, but whatever. Um, so he attended this event, he delivered an award, um, and he got to like mix and mingle with some celebrity, uh, which is, you know, kind of fun. The British Royal, the British Royal family is the only one who mingles with celebrities that I know, um, but like I know the Spanish royal family does too, and like things like that at events like this. Um, it's just they're not always internationally known because they're primarily Spanish, um, which like is part of why I do this podcast because like just because we're the only the British royal family is the only other family that speaks English as their main language does not mean they're the only ones we can talk about. Um, so that's part of why I do this. So that is what was going on in the UK, again, as far as I can tell from social media. So with that, we are going to go ahead now and move over to the Danish royal family. Denmark. To be completely honest with the the world right now, as the world as it pertains to this podcast at least, I, um, today is one of those days where like, sometimes it's really hard, um, to care about what certain royals are doing. Um, so I know like the past couple of days I've been on like this Danish royal family high and I'm still there. I'm on a Frederick and Mary high, not a Queen Margaretha high. Um, that sounded really weird, but I'm going with it. So it's just, sometimes it's very, it's much easier to follow the younger generation of active working royals. It just is, um, you know, just the, 
them being more modern, um, having a little bit more, uh, foot in reality, uh, is just really nice and, like, um, it's not that I don't appreciate the older royals. I do. I think they're great. Um, they do a lot of really good work. It's just, it's weird sometimes and, like, you know, we had this amazing, like, come together with the people event over the weekend from Denmark. And then today, Queen Margrethe ended the summer sailing season on the royal yacht. Um, so she landed in, or landed, is that docked, I guess, in Copenhagen and hosted a dinner on the royal yacht um, for the, the officers on board. Um, and then that marked the end of the season. And then, like, she has a couple of events this week. And then something is happening. I don't know what. Um, something is happening that for the last two weeks in September, Frederick is going to be regent. Um, and so, like, it's just... This event is cool. And, like, I do love this idea of being able to travel around your country on a, on a boat. Um, it's just very old school. Um, and look, I mean, Frederick used the boat to get to some of his Royal runs over the weekend. Like I recognize that I own that. I know that. Um, it just, (laughs) I don't know. And I think it's just really, that is a piece that I'm not very open about on this podcast is that like sometimes it's really hard to care what a lot of the senior like older royals are doing um the older generation of kings and queens um you know not for a lack of respect it's certainly not that um it's just very much uh the royal of old, I suppose, like, it feels much more old-fashioned, and I love that, I love that piece sometimes, um, but not in, like, the day-to-day events, so, anyway, that's what Queen Margrethe was doing, uh, that is me putting myself, uh, opening myself up a little bit about, like, pieces of this job that I, or pieces of this podcast, it is a job, but it's not, um, pieces of this podcast that, like, make me say it's a job sometimes. I love it all, and collectively, I think it's all really good. Uh, it's just certain times it's like, yeah, this is really hard to um, to care. There's a lot of like, oh, I see. We're going to have a m- maximum of like 20 events and then go on the summer sailing season. Now, granted, like Queen Margrethe worked hard this summer. Um at least in comparison to what she had been doing. But it was just, it's a very confusing thing for me. And it's just something that I'm like, this is really hard to talk about sometimes. And that's how I am right now. Like, this is just not a fun thing. So anyway, that is what she was up to. Um, She wore a really fun, like, pink skirt suit thing. It was cute. Um, Not that I'm a fashion person, but like, 
sometimes her fashion is very out there and like today I just thought it was very classic very simple uh, which I like so that is what was going on in Denmark and so now we are gonna go over to the Dutch royal family the Netherlands Today, King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima took on a regional visit. So these are, um, I'm not sure how often they're done, to be completely honest. This is like the third or fourth one that I've covered in almost two years that I've talked about. Um, and a lot of that is because of the pandemic. All of that is because of the pan pandemic. So today they visited the region of Solon, uh, specifically the southern part of that region. Um, they visited a, a couple of towns. I think I counted two, possibly three. Um, they walked around two of the towns, like main centers. Um, downtown is downtowns are what we call them. High streets are what like the UK will call them. But like the main part of the town um, that has all the shops and stuff. Um, so they walked a few through a few of those. They visited a factory that is very geared towards sustainability. Um, there is a town called, I believe, Heaton that does a very cool um, public civil service initiative um, called the Heaton Citizen Budget. So there is a budget set aside from the town budget um, where citizens get to decide how to allocate those funds to improve the community, which I think is really, really cool and like leads to a lot of ownership. I would love to know how this is in practice, like what this actually looks like. Um, but I think the idea is really very cool. Um, and then they also visited a dairy farm. So there were just like a ton of different events throughout the day. And Days like this, regional visits, really serve um, like a dual purpose. One, it's to be public um, and like be in the public, but it's also, of course, to learn more about each part of the country. Um, you know, certainly for Willem Alexander and, and even Maxima at this point, um, the Netherlands is pretty small. They have a really good idea of what's happening. Um, but especially with the pandemic and just ongoing challenges, plus like the world is ever changing. So to know how each part of the country is, is doing, is handling everything is really super important. Um, so these are no different than like what we've seen Spain do, um, in terms of a read of autonomous community visits, uh, last summer, what we're seeing Sweden do right now where they're visiting counties, um, it's just something that the Dutch royal family does pretty consistently through the year. Um, they will do these regional visits and just learn and um, see different initiatives and bring focus to a lot of different initiatives. So that is what was going on today in the Netherlands. Um, we did get a little bit of information for like the opening of the Dutch Parliament, which is next next week, I think. 
Um, and so that will take place, I believe, in a week. Um, pretty modified. I think we're getting a couple of things back that we didn't have last year because of the pandemic, but still very modified due to the pandemic. Um, so that'll be an interesting start, an interesting thing to see. Um, and so with that, that's what's upcoming. So now we are going to go ahead and move over to the Norwegian royal family. Norway. In Norway today, even though the elections were yesterday, we actually saw no movement from the royal household in terms of um, the new prime minister. So I have not done a ton of research on this. I figured I would do it today if like they had met, um, but I will do it when they do meet and the new government starts. But I was kind of expecting it to be similar to like um, the elections in the UK where like the election is called for Labour or Conservatives and then the next morning the Prime Minister visits the monarch um, and like that's what I was expecting. That is not what happened. However, King Harald does have a scheduled event to meet the Prime Minister. I assume it's the, the incoming Prime Minister um, on Friday before the weekly Council of State. So I'm not entirely sh sure it's the new one. I just assume that it is. Um, I am going to do a quick Google search right now just to see who the current Prime Minister of Norway is, um, given that there was an election. So I don't know how quickly this change happens. Um, oh, I see. So, there are, okay, while it is very clear that the Labour Party will win, uh, it does seem that there are some, like, negotiating alliances that need to be formed. Um, so the Labour Party won, they won the majority of the seats, um, however, unlike I was saying, because it didn't feel like that from the information I was reading, um, there, there does need to be a coalition built to form a complete majority. So I am sure that this will come to a resolution with labor um, and the labor leader being in charge. However, that is not where we are at right now. So I assume then that the meeting with the prime minister for King Harald is going to be the current prime minister. Um, who is now basically in a, like the caretaker government um, while alliances are formed, I think. It's all very confusing. Um, I know my government system. I have learned Spain and Belgium's government systems. Uh, the Netherlands, to some extent, I have learned, and now I guess I'll learn Norway's. So it, it we'll see what King Harald's role is. I, I expect him to have a minimal role, um, but we will see where we are at in uh, by Friday, at least, because that is when the Council of State in this meeting is. So on to the actual event of the day. Um, Crown Prince Akun today attended the the Ocean Conference, uh, the Ocean 2021 Conference, 
in the Norwegian city of, I believe, Bergen is the name. Um, so he opened the conference with a speech. He also visited a research ship that is uh, docked, I suppose is the appropriate word, in Norway for the time being because pandemic, um, but it is a research ship that is focused on helping developing countries um, create responsible fishery management systems. Um, and so it does a lot of like ocean research and things like that, um, and also like teaching and things along those lines as well to really create like responsible ocean um, activity throughout the world, um, which I just think is really very cool. Um, so that was a really cool event to read about from Akun today. Um, it looks like it's going to be pretty quiet and chill from the Norwegians while everything's going on right now in Norway in terms of political stuff. Uh, but maybe next week it'll pick up. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into next week's calendar yet um, for them. So with that, um, we are going to go ahead now and move on to the Spanish royal family. Spain. Spain today, there were just a lot of events. Um, okay, there were two events, but like, I could talk about both of these for what feels like a lot of time. Um, I will try not to do that. Uh, like I said, I am really trying to get these episodes back down to like where they used to be between a solid 30 and 35 minutes. Um, ideally, honestly, shooting for 30. So I'm going to try. We'll see how I do. Huh. Looking at the time right now. Um, so today, King Felipe visited the Spanish Army uh, training exercise called Tor Toro 2021, um, which is an annual event basically to just confirm and prepare battle readiness for the Spanish Army. So it's a um, like exercise time to really brush up on skills and things like that as... Um, you know, to my knowledge, um, Spain is not actively partaking in any continuous battle um, where they're having loads of deployment. You know, obviously there are still things, um, but like there, there don't seem to be, and I don't know every facet of Spain, uh, there don't seem to be anything right now, so we want to just continue battle readiness uh, for any country's army um, just to be ready to defend and protect that country um, and any allies, etc. So that was a big uh, event today. It looks very cool. Obviously they can't show that much because it's national defense and like that's really private and um, needs to be private for safety reasons, of course. Um, so, that, But it looked really cool. Um, and then the event that I will probably spend a little bit more time talking about because it was a really cool event um, is today Queen Letizia attended the 50th anniversary celebration for the creation of the Faculty of Information Sciences at the Complutense University of Madrid, which is one of the public universities in Spain um, and it's like information services school department 
Um, what makes this event so cool um, is that this is actually where Queen Letizia received her journalism degree. So a couple of years ago when the School of Information Sciences started talking about their 50th anniversary. They asked her to come on board as honorary president of the celebrations, um, to which she automatically agreed because, as we learned today, and obviously if if any of you have, like, gone through undergraduate degrees or, like, you have a very specialized set of education skills, um, the school that you're in, the education you receive really forms a lot of who you are. Um, and for her, obviously it like brought on a career, a very successful career in journalism. And now of course she is the most, um, recognizable alumni of the university in general, but specifically of the, uh, that department because she is, you know, the queen. Um, and so she agreed happily. Um, and the, Initial celebration was supposed to take place this spring. Um, obviously, there is a global pandemic, so they pushed back and scaled back the celebration to be today, uh, which I think is perfectly fitting. And they, um, so Queen Letizia attended. They, the school delivered awards to like some of its most notable graduates, most notable alumni for the work that they do. Um, so one of those is like the. A journalist at El Pais, she may even run El Pais at this point. Um, there were a couple of others. So some of them were journalists, but some were not. Um, information sciences is not only journalism. It is also like media production, etc. Um, and then the president, the dean of the school, um, presented Queen Letizia with the honorary um, alumni award um, to, you know, obviously Mark won her honorary presidency, but also, um, just her being a very recognizable, um, face for the, for the school. Um, you know, I was reading all of these articles and anecdotes about how students now will hear in their, in their lectures about like, you know, our school is so good. One day you may even become the queen of Spain, which is like, haha very funny kind of one in a millionth like shot but also in this case very true um which I think is hilarious so Letizia was given that award she gave a speech where she oddly um not oddly but like of course she did this but if you've ever followed Queen Letizia and her speeches and her work she hasn't reveal a lot of herself. She's very, um, pretty private person. Like you don't know that much about her, um, like personally. And you know, a lot of like what she cares about and like how she is as a mom and things like that, but you don't really like know her personal, whatever, um, like her personality, her real personality, etc. And so, and she doesn't, she holds everything very close to the best for good reason. She's been just, you know, ridiculed to the minuscule detail, um, by the press. So like with good reason. And today she like talked about her time in that school. Um, it's a five-year program. So she talked about like the life lessons she learned in the class and out of the class. Um, she had like a weird humble brag that I am like all here for. Um, 
and also tells very much about like all the background stories that you you can read about her um is that one of her professors like I guess Letizia had been asking a lot of questions in a class one time and one of her professors was over it like just done with the questions and like if you're a parent or you work with kids um or you're a college professor you know like or even a college student you know you know that kind when you're like okay just enough. Um, and so he like called her out, said like, you have no rival when it comes to questions. And I just appreciate that so much. And also it tells very much about like what she does behind the scenes. She asks these questions, she does the things. Um, and now very much like (laughs) is given the answers that she wants or that she is looking for, not in terms of like telling her what she wants to hear, but like she's able to research and ask pretty much anyone in the world uh, to get the answer that she is seeking a question to. So I don't know. I just liked the whole event. Um, It was also the day before her birthday. So like there was also like a birthday element to it as well. Um, So it was just like a lot of fun. Um, so that was the events in Spain. Uh, tomorrow is kind of, like I mentioned, it's a quieter day. Um, only King Felipe has an event tomorrow and I don't think it's like a huge major event. Um, so we'll see. Uh, and so that's it for the Spanish Royal, Spanish Royal family. So for now, uh, let's go ahead and move over to the Swedish Royals. To end the day in Sweden, there was also a pretty massive event uh, for the Swedish royal family, an annual event that thoroughly snuck up on me somehow, even though I am a person who pays attention to the calendars of these royal families like it's my job, because it is. and I missed this. Um, I, I realized last night that that's when this was happening. Um, but today was the opening of the Swedish Riksdag, which is the parliament in Sweden. That's what it's called, the Riksdag. Um, it's basically like, I think Riks is national and dog is something. Um, but it's the National Assembly, it's the parliament, whatever, you know, you call it in your country. Um, it's the governing body. So, uh, today was the opening of the new parliamentary season, which is, of course, sometime in September through till probably May or June, um, and then summer holidays, which in the U.S. we used to have, like, it was very known that in August things really, uh, just shut down in the government, like, The president goes on vacation, the Congress kind of breaks up and goes on recess. Like, there's just a lot that happens, like, that just doesn't get done in August. Um, And it feels like that really just hasn't happened for the past five years because just of the situation that the U.S. is in. Uh, So it's really, I'm, like, envious of Sweden for the schedule and every other country that goes through this Um, because it sounds so nice to just have, like, a month where you're not really worried about your government issues. Um, so 
as always, this is a pretty standard event, uh, the royal family. So this year it was King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, and Prince Daniel. Uh, last year it was just King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia participating in these events. So we have expanded to like the core of the Swedish royal family, but not the, um, I don't want to call them outlying, but like the non-top tier. I don't know. I don't know. I don't ever want to insult anybody, but like the non-heirs to the throne. How's that? Is that insulting? I don't know. Um, so they attended a church service ahead of the parliamentary opening and then, of course, attended the actual um, opening session. So each monarch has a little bit of a different role in the opening of parliament. Uh, for King Carl Gustav, it's to give a very, like, heartwarming, go get them, uh, happy new parliamentary season um, speech. Um, he is able to write his own speech, which is a thing that not every monarch can do um, when they're opening a session of parliament. So he does write his own speech, but it doesn't address any goals other than to say, like, work together, work for Swedish people, like, that's the goal. Um, and that was the event. So there used to be, like, there might normally be some sort of gala in the evening or near near the e uh, time of the Riksdag opening. We're living in the middle of a pandemic, so I'm not sure that we'll see that. Um, I also, like, could have missed it like I missed this. So it seemed like a very short day, um, whereas, like, there are days that are, like, opening a parliament days that, like, this is, like, the thing that takes all day. Um, so that is what was going on today in Sweden. And so with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. As of recording, it's at 35 minutes. Uh, I'm sure with editing, it might be a little bit shorter. But with that, um, please check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram. Like and review this podcast wherever you are listening. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Bye.